Hey, everybody, this is Chris here at Occasion the Best with my friend Lisa No One Knows. Hey, uh. And we got our other friend here, Jeannie G, the Genie in the Bottle. Hey, you guys. This is going to be part two. We're continuing on with Urban Legends. So, uh, uh, just like with any other podcast, we did a little bit of research. Uh, we're going to have a discussion uh personal uh opinions and uh a lot of fun so uh we hope everybody enjoys and uh uh, lisa what you got yeah so we have an email address it's this that and the other lcj at gmail.com where you can send us in any of those ideas that you may have or if you want to contribute and send voice notes also you will find a link to a place where you can submit your voice notes through anchor if you care to do that, we would love to include you in the podcast and have this be a conversation between us and yourselves. Any ideas are welcome. Feedback, uh, positive or negative, however, uh, you whatever you're thinking about our show, we'd love to hear what you're thinking about, what we're talking about uh, in any previous episodes too, future or previous or anything uh, that you, you kind of have on your mind or future topics. That would be great. And Jeannie G. Yeah, so uh, just... Spread the word to your neighbors, your your friends, your colleagues, coworkers, and let them know how um, compelling, thought provoking, this podcast is. We have s- such a great variety of topics, and we explore so many things together. And it's a very organic um, conversation. And I think that it's just it it helps people get out of their mindset of you know going to work and the rat race, and you know it, it just take a moment, you know, deep thought and get into a podcast with us. And it, it, it's really, it's, um, it's very uh, thought provoking. So yeah, just let your friends know. We would love to have you. All right. Cool beans. I guess let's get into it. All right. Well, uh, I know during the last podcast, uh, considering it was my topic, uh, I, I brought forth first, um, but, uh, Lisa, uh, let's start with your urban legend. What do you got? Ooh, okay, 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 okay. I didn't know I was going to be going first here. All right. Okay. All right. So, um. Wow me. Woo me. So I stayed, (laughs) I stayed in Scotland, um. I feel like when I first started to get overwhelmed, like there's so many places. So Scotland helped me. And also I thought, you know, like I, I never really delved into uh, urban legends and folklore as much as um, I have recently with this. Maybe it, like I've, you know, I've done the Odyssey and stuff at school, but like not really as an adult on my own, I suppose, my own discoveries and stuff. Now, it wasn't super popular to me, so I apologize if it is. Um but I wanted to talk about the Arthur's Seat Coffins, um, which is a, a place just outside of Edinburgh. Do you guys know about this one? The... Uh, you'll you'll have to elaborate a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, I don't so, I don't know, but I love I want to visit Edinburgh. It, I if, this, if this is the black coffins, I know of it. Uh, no, I don't. Nope, I don't think it's the, the black coffins. I think that's something I don't else. know. So tell, please tell me. But basically, <laughs> like, so this is like in. Um, the 1830s, around 1836, there's basically a bunch of schoolboys and they were apparently uh, looking for rabbits, as you do, because nobody had things fun to do back then except for go looking for rabbits in holes. So anyways, they, <laughs> um, it's like a cave. Like there is a, This is a place where people go walking in Scotland. Um, I've been to Edinburgh, but I haven't been to And it's called Arthur's Seat. And I think it goes, the the name Arthur's Seat goes into probably the Arthurian legends and things like that. But um, that's a whole other thing. Um, So I'm not even going to talk about why it's called that. Because I don't know, actually. Um, I didn't study that. But yeah, so they are looking for rabbits. And um, instead of finding any rabbits, they find 17 miniature coffins that are, were like. I do know this one. You do know this one? I thought you would. Oh, no, no. Go go ahead. I love this one. Right. So they're like baby coffins. Like they're really, really creepy. If you see the photos now, um, they're in the museum. Edinburgh, the, it's a it's a, just a historic the history museum, Scotland, Scotland History Museum, mm-hmm. or something. but it's in Edinburgh. But anyways, 
they were in these rows, right? So there's like one row with just one of these little miniature uh, doll guys that are in a coffin. Then there's two rows of eight. So that brings it to 17. There were 17 of them. And they're all sort of like quite detailed. Like they have clothes on. They have like faces and like you can see like some of them have a beard. Um, some are in more disrepair than other ones. Some are like a bit more, uh, a bit less like like all deteriorated. So there's basically so much speculation about this. Whether what the fuck you know? Yeah, because they- because they said that they think. <coughs> excuse me, they said that they think that somebody, fuck me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I uh, got choked it. on my own spit. Yeah. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I, I got choked on my own spit. But uh, they said that they believed that uh, somebody had taken the bones of other creatures and tried to make a creature to fit in these coffins, correct? Or am I wrong? Oh, I don't, I did not, I don't think so. I don't know anything about Okay, that. well, I, I'll let you continue before I yeah. interrupt again. Well, basically, yeah, so each, like, you have you have these caskets, right? 17 of them. One that's just by itself, and then two of them that are like oh, rows of eight, right? And um, they're really intricate. You can see their faces, like you can see their facial expressions. They have clothes that are all sewn. They have shoes on. Um, like I said, some of them weird. are kind of like, very weird. Some of them are like already decaying, but some of them like look a little bit more new, um, or maybe created over several years. So they would just. A new, maybe another ancestor would die and they'd go make make one and put it in this hole but this is all speculation nobody knows no one knows um, who created these little statuettes these you know very macabre statuettes and why nobody knows now some people think it has something to do with witchcraft some people think that they were a commemoration to the victims murderous duo um, around this time and they were called uh, Bur- they were called Burke and what? You the broke. I thought you said Burt and Ernie. Burke, 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 B U R K E, and hair like hair a rabbit. Actually, hair. It's weird okay. that the surname okay. is hair like a rabbit. H A R E. That is weird. Don't I miss my that. joke. What's that? You what missed my joke. Burt and Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> hey Burke. What is is Burke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I was playing <laughs> off of that. Talking about Sesame uh, Street. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> no worries. Hey, okay. But, uh, anyway, go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, but anyways, the 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 thing is, is that like we you can go see them in the museum. Um, you can you know they I don't think they have all of them anymore because some of them like are just completely uh, gone. But yeah, basically nobody nobody knows why there are these little weird mystery coffins um in this you know the the one interesting thing that it could be is imagine that these boys went and carved these guys and then like we're like oh look at this discovery but honestly they're they're so intricate that you know it it doesn't that doesn't really make make sense that doesn't really make sense um so yeah so some people think it was the, the birkin hair um some people think it could be like the uh, just these people, they were ancestors that never came back from war and they were trying to commemorate them. They were sea, they could have been seamen, you know, people, guys, guys who never came back and were lost at sea. Um, but I thought you just meant massive sperm. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> seamen, get your head out of the gutter, get your head out of the, the, oh. um, I, so... I know that was funny. I'm, yeah. Yeah, so that the what I liked about this is I enjoyed the fact that there is no resolution. It's just this weird ass thing that nobody knows what they are. They exist, and we'll never know. We'll probably never know, and that's kind of interesting and fascinating. Well, well can I say and, this? And, well, yeah. Go go ahead. Well, well, I, okay. This I it takes me back to my mindset of talking about the skinwalkers in our previous podcast um and like uh i know i know i'm gonna get into sasquatch but like like poser or like posing like like you i wonder like if somebody did this on purpose like yeah 
oh, I'm going to build these coffins because I'm a wood maker or something. And I'm going to bury them with these parts because they po- possibly could be a serial killer. They can slaughter some people or it could be cow parts or a sheep or something. And so I think about how fascinating it, it to trick like the people of the world like we we can become sheep very quick we can uh, and sheep are really wonderful creatures but like like if, if it and becomes disturbing and a yeah and it's like oh did some somebody might have done this on purpose like yeah and, it's and easy I, to- w- I was gonna go into the same route sorry lisa I was going to go into the same route about how, like, uh, like I had mentioned about the the two college kids that uh, killed Bigfoot, and it was really just a suit stuffed with rotted meat. Um, and, like, when Lisa first brought this up, and I said I knew what she was talking about, and uh, it, it was skeletal remains that they had pieced together, um, I had two stories. It was, uh, there there was somebody, somebody that proclaimed they had found uh skeletal remains of fairy folk um and uh fairy folk what, yeah like like fairies pixies like the little okay. people that do magical things um but what they had actually done well what they bl- okay. well, I mean like there there's a full documentary on it and it's very hard to disprove I mean like whatever they piece these things together with is very convincing um, but they look like real life of fairies that are about six or eight inches long. Um, but they look like little people with wings. Um, but they're what? actually pieced together from like birds and squirrels and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and, and I confused that with what Lisa just mentioned. So, I mean, yeah, like, like we had discussed in the previous podcast uh, with today's technology and innovation. Um, it's very hard to tell what's real and what's folklore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but, but yeah, no, with like what Lisa's talking about. Yeah. No, I mean, who's to say, is it real or is it not? We, yeah, exactly. There's just speculation. Nobody, nobody knows. And, um, yeah, then they were only, uh, they were only about three or four inches like long. They're really like these little small guys, mm-hmm. you know? What? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're not like, they're not like life size. They're these, le- they're, they're. Yeah, only about uh, three or four inches um, are these little coffins. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Is this they're t- like tiny? Okay, so you're yeah. okay. I'm I'm imagining like a baby size yeah, coffin. No, no, uh, that, they, that, they, these these are this, inches. <laughs> I was yeah when I was imagining it initially, I was thinking it was like like actual babies, but no, it's uh like they're adults. I think they're adults. Like they're but they're only three or four inches, but they're very like. The carvings are very like you could see the faces and like you could see like they have a beard and things you know like what what details their faces have and stuff. Whoa! And, yeah. And see the ones that I'm talking about, I don't remember them having beards. That's the part that's throwing me off. I, th- I, I, think I, I feel saw, like yeah. we're talking about the same thing, but I feel like uh, maybe you, you've heard are... something I, I didn't. I feel like maybe you're combining like certain you're and, combining and I, some stories. I might be. And that's where, like, really how it gets difficult when you, you start talking about folk- folklore and stuff. There's overlaps, I feel like. And, in, and like we said, cultures. that's like the communication game. Yeah. Like you've heard yeah. it one way, I've heard it another way, and we're telling the same story in two different directions. So right. that that's how it gets misconstrued. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I have to say this. Um, I spent some time in Devon, England. Um, and I, I don't know if I, I'm a fan of horror movies and I was a big fan of, um, the, uh, gosh, what was it? The werewolf in London. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. No, Isn't that uh, American, the werewolf, the American, like American werewolf in London. Thank you. Okay. I just left the American part out. I, I'm so sorry. But no, no, I was no, out- there, there's two. You got the American werewolf in London. You got the American werewolf in Paris. You're talking about the American werewolf in London that looked like a giant fucking gray chow. Uh, yes. Fucking hated right. that goddamn movie. I loved that movie. Okay. I mean, I hated it. It was scary. That was a very scary movie to me as a child, right? And um, when I spent time in Devon, you know, they have wild ponies up there. There's wild sheep. 
it's a and it's and it's beautiful you know flowing hills of greenery um but princeton is a prison up there um close to where the pub where american werewolf in london was filmed Mm -hmm. and um there's bogs okay i'm like what what the fuck is a bog and i learned about bogs oh yeah they're they're like basically uh, quicksand but there you can't it's not quicksand it's it's like um it's a that's what i was gonna say i thought bog was a swamp it's, it's a yeah, swamp it's swamp, like, la- swamp land and it's kind of like where the moors are the moors as there's boggy marshy land that's very very you can get you know stuck in it but also yeah. in the, in the uk um a way to say toilet or, or restroom or is the bog is you point, you go to the bog yeah um so, so there's yeah multiple but anyway sorry go on well it's, okay so um just up up on that um highland highland area of devon near princeton the prison um you, you know they, there's there's bogs all around princeton so you could not escape there because the plants look like regular plants but it could be a bog and you could fall into it and die a horrible death just being suffocated um by the bog like i thought that yes. was really interesting that um oh yeah that makes sense that they I, I don't know if i'm getting off topic here but that they designed a, a a a prison so nobody could escape there and if they try to escape they're going to probably run into a bog and they're going to sink into this area but there's well, that there's, and if you remember the movie the labyrinth the bog of eternal stench. Even if you only dipped your toe in it, you would never get that smell off you, and it would be Ew. putrid the whole fucking time. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Labyrinth? David Bowie. Yes, David yeah. Bowie. Love it. Oh yeah. You remind but me I'll of the you, babe. I'll tell you this. The, what the, babe? Babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo. No, hoodoo. <laughs> you do. You do voodoo. Who do? Do Remind what? Remind me of the babe. Remind me of the babe. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I love David Bowie in that. I do too. Freaking love David Bowie and rest. I cried my eyes out when he passed away. God, I loved him. Um. So, anyways, like just being at that that um, the pub that was on this hill that was close to Princeton Prison, um. That was where. Sorry, sorry, I'm I'm going to interrupt for just one second. Lisa, me and you should be actors. We acted that out very well. I don't <laughs> think that is a good. I don't think that was a good enough of a audition I, I, to. I think uh, that was like perfect. Change my career to a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry, sorry, Jeannie. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, that, that was awesome. I love that. I hope that we keep that in our podcast. Absolutely. Oh, we will. But okay, so but Where like, will we? <laughs> okay anyway sorry it's because i do the editing so uh, anyways that's why i'm saying that to the listeners i'm I'm not trying to get off subject here but i'm just making a point about the the american werewolf werewolf in london pub that was very near the princeton prison in devon by the bogs and it was very fucking creepy. It was so fucking creepy. I'm like, I like, I had a, a you know, a pint of apple or cider, cider vinegar, cider, not cider vinegar, but cider. Um, and there's wild ponies running around, and there's wild sheep, and there's birds flying around. It was very desolate. It was very um, desolate. Like, I felt like I was in no man's land. Like it was, it was really weird. It was, it was freaky it was weird but yeah so i hung out at uh, american werewolf in london the the pub that they filmed that at and it was creepy as fuck i just all i have to say is it was creepy is it was that is that the name of the is that the name of the pub have they actually named it after the film no no i can't remember the name of the pub but I i know it was in devon and um i i think i was enamored by the landscape and where we were my friend and i um and wild pony like i was kind of distracted so but it was it was the same um it was the same pub that was in that film i don't know the name of the pub now shoot that was a good trivia question and i don't i can't answer that sorry is it um 
the square and compass? Shoot, I don't know. <laughs> we're doing we're doing Jeopardy right now. Hang on. Oh no, yeah, it's the yeah, black y'all swan. Y'all are out of my element. Uh, I've never left the U.S. <laughs> is it the is it the black swan? The black swan. The black Hold swan. On. Is it? Well, that's what. That's but anyway, that that was really creepy like I like uh, going back to like talking about our last podcast and the skinwalkers and Navajo nation and um feeling something uh, you know feeling something in the earth I could feel that in Devon like yeah. I I could feel there was something weird or not I, I mean I don't mean it in a weird way but like something that was spiritual that maybe maybe it was the druids maybe it Maybe it was sacred land that was blessed or or cursed or something, or maybe it was the prison and there's a bunch of fucking dead people that tried to escape and were in bogs everywhere. I don't know, but <laughs> it was yeah. weird. And, and it's like this lonely, it was like a lonely pub, you know, on this lovely road. It was, and that was it. Like, it was just really, it was just very strange. It was, it was I felt like I was in a different dimension you know yeah yeah that's the kind of really true have you ever have you ever visited devon l oh yeah yeah i have um so you kind of under you it's it's very uh vast it's very open land kind of yeah it's Um, lovely yeah uh well it's kind of like you're kind of getting close to um close ish to Stonehenge you know and so one time I ended up in Devon by accident I think I was on my way to Glastonbury Festival and we took a wrong road um I think we rented a car yeah and then we got lost and like we just uh, yeah we ended up that was a crazy that was a crazy uh trip Glastonbury Festival has it's got to be the best festival in the world it's amazing and it, uh, yes it but is yeah it's not absolutely. far from it's not far from Devon. Um, although, you know, relatively, because England's so small or UK in general is so small, like everything's kind of close compared to living in the States, to be honest. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, like it's kind of, it's got some real, it's, it can be, it's, it almost, is, if it's in the summer, it can be very, very tropical. People don't realize that um, as you get closer to the South uh, in England, it gets, you know, people surf down in the South and, um, well, I'll have to look it up, but yeah, but um, yeah, 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 I have. But um, okay, urban legends. So yep, yep, getting back to the urban legends. Um, yep. Like my my urban legends based here in the states, and uh, I I think it was actually like fairly recent, like within the last thirty or forty years. Um. It was about a woman that worked at a postal office, uh, like the post office. And she was working one day where normally they use wet sponges to wet the stickiness on the envelope. But this day, she decided to lick the envelope, got a paper cut on her tongue, and the envelope was actually infested with spider eggs. And when she got the paper cut, the spider eggs went inside of her tongue. Her tongue healed started to swell and got bumps and when she went to the doctor and the doctor cut open bumps on her tongue the spider eggs had actually hatched inside of her tongue no Mm-mm. and no. Then there is also a second story of uh, uh another woman that had licked an envelope that was covered in roach eggs and when it, the wait, doctor what? cut open her tongue, the roaches had hatched inside of her tongue. No. Mm-mm. No. Oh, that's, that's why they're called urban legends. Is this true? Which, I mean, <laughs> like, from the research I've done, I think these are actually true. But, it's uh, but they're now, also actually. urban legends. I'm out. And, yeah, no, they're, they're bad. But uh, the, these are the two urban legends that I brought. <laughs> Wow. But terrifying. Wow. It'll, it'll make you it, it, like their label never lick an envelope. Okay. So have you, okay. This is, I'm going to go off topic for a second. Okay. Like I have this 
fear of like a, a bug getting in my ear. Okay. Or uh, up my... I've, got, I've got a buddy of mine who has the exact same fear. <laughs> and I've had like, I guess like taken a shower before, like I've had like a, not, not, a clogged water in my ear or a, a wax or something. And it's like a fluttery kind of feeling or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, there's a fucking bug in my ear or something. And I freak the fuck out because I've seen that happen before in YouTube videos. I'm like, Oh, there a bug actually crawled in somebody's fucking ear and, and is flush them out with water. Yeah. And it's yeah. this it I think that's probably one of the scariest things that could happen is is actually oh, yeah. to have but a, have could a you bug. imagine could you imagine having spider eggs hatch inside of your tongue? No. <laughs> Thankfully not. But you I have had a bug in my know. ear. No, I guess. I was at boot camp and um I think it was like the beginning of summer or something like that and we're outside it's hot was fucking like five or six in the morning, but it's still, it's hot uh, where we are at that time of year and stuff. And this something fell in my ear. Uh, Oh God. Yeah. From the tree. And I felt it like, and I was like, I was freak. I was freaking out. And um, thankfully it didn't last, but I could like feel it moving around. Oh man, it was horrible. And I was like, I was freaked out for about, you know, until it stopped moving. And I thought, what if it lands? What if it stays in there? What if it hatches? Like, what if it, uh, it's, I understand why you, I I never had a fear. I never even thought of that happening to me before. Then then it happened. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's frightening. It was was creepy. It was really creepy. Um, but yeah, thankfully it didn't nothing, you know. Oh God. Thank Yeah. Thank God that didn't turn into fucking spider eggs patching in your mouth yes. or fucking yeah. in your ear but i that, mean but trapped on the inside like the tongue's already healed so they're hatching within your tongue and your tongue's swelling because the ed- eggs are oh, hatching ugh. and you I have to go in and this... have surgery done to have them removed i mean really can this really happen uh, i don't know i mean this, does this it turn is into a tapeworm it, it's the <laughs> urban legend uh, I don't know if it can, but supposedly this happened. Um, a friend of a friend who knew somebody, kind of a thing. Um, <laughs> a friend of who knew so, somebody. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, no, nothing is impossible, only improbable. Well. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The friend Spiders of a friend. can lay their eggs under human skin in wounds created by their bites. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, human. Can spider eggs hatch in a human body? Oh, wait. No, it's a myth. Hang on. It, it's an urban legend. Yeah. Okay. It, it's impossible. So it's impossible. It, it, it's, it's impossible. Im- it's improbable. Not impossible. impossible. No, nothing's impossible. Shit okay. happens. Maybe. So, but it's no, only no. improbable. It, chances are it won't happen. But no one can rule out the fact that it can't happen right. because you never know okay freaky things happen yeah but that that's my urban legend well i had another one um so and the reason i i didn't i didn't i was well it was weird because i was gonna just tell the story but then what when i was come when i was researching for this i came across that this is actually an urban legend in scotland about a, and it's a story that my grandfather told us all uh, as being truth to us that it happened to him his brother and their friends so until I did the research on this I didn't realize it was like a popular urban legend in Scotland so now I need to speak to my mom and be like hey you know because we were told this is truth right and um, you know the Scottish know how to tell a story for sure but you know, maybe my grandfather was, you know, this was embellishing it. But mm-hmm. um, but the story is, and he was with his brother and his brother, he he was really religious and stuff. And he like, I just, we wouldn't have thought that he would tell, who he would tell us fake story about, especially about the content that I'm about to tell you. Mm-hmm. So there was, um, this is in, this is outside Glasgow. This is a, 
shipping uh, town called Greenock, and um, they would play uh, my my grandfather and my grandfather's brother and a um, bunch of other of the boys would go at the at night play cards. And uh, one time, this very attractive, very handsome, good-looking uh, man comes and uh, says, "Hey, uh, you know, you boys mind if I play some?" cards with you and you know they were kind of like weird because this wisest man wants to come and play with us and stuff but like they they you know they let him play and uh you know and he he would he he did really well he would he would almost always win um and but he didn't you know keep their money or anything like that they were just playing for fun anyways and stuff but one time he came and he left and it was dewy it was misty it was uh sort of foggy and he walked away after playing some cards with the boys. And one of the boys said that he didn't have a footprint. He had a hoof print. And then they started, he, the boy started to get the theory that this is, this is no, this is no man, you know? So, uh, he, could, uncle, have, he could wait, he could have lobster feet. No, yeah, he but I mean, like a, like a bull. Yeah, he had. They said one of the boys said he he didn't have footprints. He had a hoof print. Footprint. Okay. Yeah, and um, my uh my uncle Tommy, he was my grandfather's brother, so he's my great great uncle, I guess. I don't know. And he was basically, he was quite religious even then, like altar boy and all that. He was playing poker with the devil. Basically, they were playing cards with the devil. So. Um, he go. He went. He got some holy water from the church, and he put a circle of it around the boys and things. Um, so when the when the if he came back, they wanted to see what would happen. And one night, they put the holy water. He came back. He sort of glanced around and said, "You know what, boys? I I don't think I'm going to play cards tonight." And they never saw him again. And my so- grandfather, to this day, or well, my grandfather's dead, and Uncle Tommy's dead, but they always told us this is truth. But as I've looked looked in scotland there this is a huge thing in folklore in, in scotland i'm actually gonna have to speak with my mom about this and tell her that this is like i think uh my grandfather was lying was <laughs> making well, this I mean, up like it, it's, it's actually mm-hmm. a very common folklore um right. like in like in hoodoo um there's the the protection with salt pure salt pure cane salt um, and you line your doorway with it, or e- even uh, brick salt can't pass that. So, um, anyone that is affected by hoodoo, and you've got the salt lining your, uh, or the brick salt, brick dust, or uh, salt, um, can't pass through that doorway or that windowsill or wherever you have that salt spread. Just like in like Wiccan and the Celtic religion and uh, like the white light religions, um, you you create a circle of salt for a circle of protection. Um, evil it, it creates a boundary so that um, any evildoers cannot pass that threshold unless that that line is broken. Mm. Um, so it's your circle of protection so yeah no that and and it's neat because we were just talking about how other cultures uh have the same dystopian beliefs and shit uh down that that's another one just like this was scottish folklore uh versus like american folklore or uh I, I really don't know where voodoo and hoodoo comes from. Jamaica or uh, Haiti, down um, Bahamas yeah. or whatever. Haiti, yeah, Haiti. Yeah. Um, and then a lot so, of like uh, it, it's neat Africa. how they both have the same like traditional yeah protection. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this guy was trying to. Um, I think he was in he was in Mexico, and and there's a thing where, um the people use lemons to absorb negative energy from other people or to attract good things. So, um, yeah, the, the, it's, you, I think you can use limes too, but, um, he was trying to, I think he was on a dating site. And so every picture he would like put a, um, a subtle, like 
image of a lemon, lemon drop. Like he'd be holding a lemon, or there'd be a lemon in the background, and things like that. And he, it, it, I don't think it worked. But then in real life, he's in, he's in Mexico, and he meets this lady, and uh, yeah, I think he ends up, you know, going on a date with her. It was just, it was, it was a bit another idea. Like there's a lot of things in cultures where there there are certain types of things that are used to either ward off or are you peeing? Damn, can you hear that? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't think All that right, would pick this up. is why this is a bonus episode, ladies and 40, gentlemen. Okay, that, that was forty four minutes in that yeah, yeah Chris I, I took a piss. I, I seriously did not think that would pick up. I'm Chris- sorry. <laughs> Crazy oh, I can't even talk. Chris took a piss, caged abyss. Hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm a human being and I have a bladder. And that's okay. a soul. <laughs> This is what you can expect on the bonus material. I'll take a piss. Gonna take a piss. <laughs> yeah, the professionality goes out the window. Yep, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't that. know for I, that. I really didn't think that would pick up. Anyway, you were saying <laughs> nothing. I don't know. Just, just about how certain objects, like you know, even garlic being that, you know, the classic one for vampires, and there's there's so many things like that cross and in. in Catholicism, right, and uh, whatever, like objects being used to, to uh, you know, for for good or for you know, to ward off evil or to promote good good stuff, you know. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it's like also like I mean, like I really want to save this for a different podcast because this one's an hour on its own. Um, but I will mention it now so that uh, we kind of have it stored for notes, kind of a thing. Um, about the family. I can't remember the name of this family. It's a husband and wife. Uh, they do have children, but they also uh, have the, the basement museum possessed artifacts. Uh, like They actually have the Annabelle doll in their basement. Um, they also have the haunted rocking chair in their basement. And like anyone that goes down there without to touch anything or remove anything from the case... Um, they actually have a priest that comes around and blesses everything because these are truly, you know, the story of Annabelle. And, and that's why I, I think this know. would be for another podcast. Um, Annabelle is a doll that is possessed by a demon and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, you get these haunted items and, uh, like, it, it might be a rocking chair that, I don't know, 50 people have committed suicide in, and that one chair is the haunted item uh, in this room kind of a thing. And uh, yeah. so, I mean, like like uh, where we were talking about how uh, the, the entity or uh, uh, spirit or whatever that is attached to you or I, I've never been tested I guess you could say, um, uh, on what surrounds me, um, I would be what afraid to, uh, where, where you went to the person that found out that you had the spirit attached uh, to you. I didn't, I didn't go to be tested. We were just hanging out and drinking and talking and stuff like that. And... I, I, I just couldn't come up with a better word. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but they discovered the fact um and uh i i've never they confirmed something done. that i already suspected let's put exactly it that way. Yeah. yeah um where where like these items have been and have had multiple religious uh 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 performances and uh like um uh not execution um Fucking what? What's the word? Where you draw a demon out of somebody? Exorcism. Exorcism. Yeah, where they've had exorcisms and everything else done, but these are such haunted artifacts. They actually have to be kept under lock and key, kind of a thing. Right. Um, and that that that's what this reminds me of. And, okay. and I I would love uh, I'll actually go ahead and put that down in my notes. I think that could be a fascinating topic on its own. Mm. Okay, okay, so okay. so I I understand where you, yeah that's very interesting that you brought that that topic up because 
um, things can be haunted. I, I actually believe in that. And uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak from personal experience, but I can see if something is hexed or whatever, if there's some sort of um, cloud or I don't, I don't know what, how to, to say it, describe it, but, but objects, objects can be, have energy, the energy yeah. that is in this world, that the energy is everywhere. It's in the trees. It's in us. It's in, it's in the universe. It's in the rocks. It's, it's in the water. Um, I don't, you know, I don't want to ever discredit that there is an, that there's no energy in just an object. I can see that there's something could be there possibly. I yeah. don't know if we can prove it, but I wouldn't doubt it. I'm uh, same. Like I've always been very careful about like when I thrift or, you know, you're buying, you're taking on used objects, um, clothes or something, you know, that's been, there are certain things like you just, you have to be careful of bringing, bringing that energy or, I mean, you could say, I usually say juju, but I mean, I know. Well, I mean, no, a, you're, you're right. Bad juju. I mean, like, West think Africa. about. That's interesting. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Lisa, like, like, that's very, uh, that's a very important remark that you just made about. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, bringing things into your home. You don't know where they've been. Well, I right. mean, like, <laughs> e- even think about going to, like, a pawn shop and buying an engagement ring from a failed marriage. That ring carries a curse with it, and whoever buys that engagement ring from a pawn shop is dooming themselves to a cursed marriage. But it's because of the juju and the the energy you're feeding into it, not because of the energy it already holds. It's uh okay, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I, I don't know if y'all have ever heard that kind of urban legend, but uh. But yeah, no, it's like, okay, yeah, this ring has a history. Uh, It's been through three different marriages. Uh, The first two murdered their wives and uh, the second one uh, or the third one uh, cheated on her husband three times. And now you got got the ring and you've got that bad juju. Damn, you're setting yourself up for failure or even death. I mean, that's how urban legends are born. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, there must be some truth to it. Like we, we say, like there, there, you know, there are certain things where you just, you get, you get a vibe, you get a feeling. It just doesn't make you feel settled. It makes you feel unsettled. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what it is we're picking up and tapping into, it goes into our uh, podcast before um, the uh, episode 15, not, but the one, about extrasensory perception in animals and other species. Like we mm-hmm. have the capability. We do pick up on these things as intuition is comes into it. Like this to bad vibes, bad feeling, bad juju, uh, unsettled or whatever, but it's, it's, we just are not able to pinpoint why we feel that way. Some yeah. people trust that sense more than others. And some people say, Oh, I always knew there was something up with that, that guy, that guy, you know, whoever it may be, like uh, creepy people, murderers, things like that, like something in, you know, people, like even like, you know, um, the Dahmer series is popular at the moment. Yeah, I've actually been, I've been watching it. It's it's so disturbing. It's really disturbing. And and also how, you know, the one of the neighbors, like she knew, she knew, she knew, she knew, and she wasn't listened to by the police. Um, How uh, fucked up is that, right? Yeah, well, yeah but there's a lot of, it goes into, you know, sort of why these people were not listened to and stuff. If you watch the series, but, but, you know, also there were very, a lot of context clues. It wasn't like she was just having to nothing. Like there was a lot, he was, you know, doing some creepy shit, like being, you know, but, but also like well, trying was- to believe the unexplainable for the simple minded, uh, is, is, hard to perceive like i mean like if you come well, to he, me like to if, fathom if what, to what happened today, i don't think anybody could fathom yeah. really yeah i, I don't think they could funny. wrap their heads around like okay this is not this is it's it's almost like a fear factor thing it's yeah. like this it's is this is happening but it's not happening this is not happening no yeah. it's not happening like it's a disbelief kind of thing yeah, yeah. exactly 
I, but at the same time, it's, it's fascinating to know that someone was so disturbed that they had to go to that darkness, you know, it's, it's very Mm -hmm. creepy and I, you know, not, but like, I mean, Dahmer will go down in history as, you know, he's, he's going to be folklore as well. Oh yeah. Uh, He's, he's a cannibal. Yeah. He, he's up there with, uh, fucking Charles Manson and, uh, fucking what was the other one? Bundy Um, and uh, Gracie, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy, not Gracie. I'm sorry. Gacy. Yeah. That was the one, the clown one, right? That was popular around. He was the one that was like shaking hands. He actually looks identical to my. Sent a picture of John Wayne Gacy and my brother-in-law side by side to my sister, and she's like, "That's creepy." (laughs) John John Gacy was uh, he was like Ted Bundy. Like uh, I mean, we'll talk about serial killers later, but like oh yeah. um, to shake hands with politicians and be a businessman and mm-hmm. and be friendly with kids and be a complete like fake like it, it's that's unbelievable like i but Dahmer was uh gosh man. He, he was i mean i'm not gonna kind. try to spoil anything but i mean he was very open about his disturbance and i it, i i don't i think it come i think he was possibly possessed with evil like something was possessing him like where he needed to eat you know people to for for his benefit or something i mean i'm trying they i'm not also, trying to give it that wait, we'll get into mom. that on the serial killer yeah. podcast. okay 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 we'll we'll leave that. okay sorry i don't mean to no, go no, off no no you're you're good i mean i i'm interested and uh we can definitely do a serial killer podcast in the near future i am one hundred percent down. I got sucked but, into that though, you guys. I was like, what the fuck happened into his brain? Like who mm-hmm. like I, it's fascinating. I'm just apparently his mom took up was taking a lot of stuff when she was pregnant, but I don't know. I that some people say that that's in you know part of the his okay. brain his brain was not developed properly something in his brain you know might have oh yeah well i mean like you're you're definitely not normal if you're boiling people in acid and eating them so uh yeah something was off upstairs but they do say like that he was neglected though he was neglected as a child his mom did not want him that's so sad i'm not blaming the mom and i'm not going to talk about it but like if she's on drugs and she's acting like a and, and abandoning him, he. I'm not victimizing Dahmer at all. I'm not victim. Well, I mean, you you've got to understand someone's past to understand their present. Because I mean, you're not just born a cannibal. But like I said, we'll we'll discuss. All okay. that. Or maybe okay. he was. That's the thing. Podcast. Like we don't. Maybe maybe people. Maybe he was. Who knows? Well, I mean, we and like yeah, no. I mean, you could just be born evil. Yeah. Or what? What normal society considers evil? Because, mm. uh, damn, I mean, like, in their I don't eyes, know if he was even normal. evil. I th- I think he was pos- like I I possibly think he was possessed. I don't know. We're gonna get in, yeah, we're gonna get into a, a deep discussion. Yeah. We're gonna get into a deep discussion about this. Well, I think uh, a serial I, I agree. a serial killer uh, pod will be a good idea. Yeah, uh, I do too. Um, Jeannie, I know you already said uh, in the last podcast, what was your next podcast coming up? Well, I was going to just talk about Sasquatch real quick. Um, I mean, I, I don't mean to shorten it because I know it's a a, a, a legend that seems to, it's, it's become like pop culture. Did you, you know, not like, want to have that as a full podcast? Do, do we want to do it as a full That's- podcast? I mean, because like I can save it for a full podcast. Um, I'm, I'm down. You think okay. Sasquatch is a full is a full one? Oh yeah, no. I it's, mean, there's so much pretty... Sasquatch lore. Uh, we could talk for hours about it. And and who knows if if it could be like a, an a, at least I'm going back to our last podcast with um, with folklore and the uh, going back to the leprechaun. Um, like I I wonder and 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 the skinwalkers. You know, I wonder if if people there's people out there that love conspiracy theories that dress up like these 
I don't know. Oh yeah. Like we don't know. Yeah, the like, fact that Donna got all of that fan mail, <laughs> you know, the everybody like writing in how much they love Dahmer and stuff like that. Like, what the shit is wrong? What the shit? Yeah, I, I mean, I, the I world's they, full of fucked up people. And I mean, the the one interesting thing that uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was they said it in the, like, why are why were there so many people that started to like serial killers why did serial killers start to become a thing i guess we should save this for okay serial killer, but, pod, but i, I yeah, blame like jack eight... the ripper i don't well, know they said it was because of like <laughs> I, I, I was ptsd joking. there was there was ptsd a lot of people like men coming back from war and yeah. um and a lot of Still things like the there was something of killing yeah yeah that, I could... a, that's one of the things that started this whole phenomenon or not that it's a phenomena but like you know like a popularity of serial killers and um and i think also people wanting to be famous for something mm-hmm. now everybody can that's do it usually without having to kill people but they you know the you know they want the recognition way that people can get recognized now yeah the zodiac the the what what the bdk or whatever B, uh, BGK, bind, bind torture kill B, btk BGK, bind, bind torture kill yeah um but they, I'm, I'm they say... all did it for the the popularity mm. well hang on a second this is the thing that uh, i want to narrow this down to psychiatry or psychology um and i'm i'm not a psychologist i'm not a, you know but jeffrey dahmer and jack the ripper pretty much i feel like are the same kind of serial killer they were about dissecting they were they wanted to dissect and eat things like that and they did not want the fame why i mean that's why jack the ripper was never discovered he didn't do it for the the fame and uh the notary them uh they never figured out who jack the ripper was he did it never but but, speculation he he was a doctor medical uh precision uh-huh yeah. yeah exactly but they yeah. also believe he was a member of nobility because he rode uh the only vehicle and i say vehicle even though it was horse and carriage back then uh the only vehicle ever sighted at any murder site uh had um like uh, a noble shield on it like uh I-, I can't think of the name of what that's called um the family crest kind of noble okay. crest on it mm-hmm. creepy yep that's creepy yep yep i mean like just saying that there was notoriety there not like it was what the f- I, I, I i i believe i don't know okay we gotta get in this podcast later about serial yeah, killers I, but I, I, like I, I think that jack the ripper might have possibly felt like he was above everybody else and mm. i think that jeffrey dahmer was the same way like he thought even though he was living in an apartment um i mean that's nothing to do with anything but he just he wanted trophies he just wanted to feed himself like yeah he wanted to be a part of it i that Nate animalistic behavior. He was, a, he behavior. was a cannibal. He, he, was, he a cannibal. was a cannibal. And then, like Jack the Ripper, I think Jack the Ripper definitely was in the medical field. And uh, mm-hmm. due to the laws and stipulations, and uh, what was permitted and unpermittable, uh, he just went outside the box and started doing whatever the fuck he wanted to. Isn't that crazy? That's just yeah. nuts. I'm not. I'm sorry to get off point. I'm, but that was okay. We're gonna have a lot of fun talk. I mean, I it's agree. Not let's, fun talking let's, about serial let's killers. Make this, let's make serial killers an upcoming topic. Sound good? We're we're gonna have to do this in parts too because there's too ma- there's oh, so yeah, many there, of them that are. So many. Yeah. You, you got Doctor Death. You got. I mean, just hell, hell. I could sit here and name off ten different of my favorite serial killers. Um, uh, favorite serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What, are you a fanboy, say- too, for these serial killers? Oh, my God. Goddamn right. I want to be a serial killer myself. 
Oh my God! Uh, but they, they do have fans. They they are out, they have right? fans. Yeah, well, they, we'll edit they that have out. fans. Like, no, this is part of the problem. Like, think about, this is a like, part of the problem. Like I'm questioning whether we should do it. Do do an episode on. No, no, no. I mean, think about it. It's like the women that sit at home and watch murder mystery, like true crime, and uh, uh, fucking whatever the other ones are called. I, yeah, I don't people even know. Do, people but, do watch all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah true. that's a so, fucked I mean, up shit. It, it's like that. It, it's not like I want to be that person. It's uh, I can't believe people actually existed that do these things. That but, that's but, my fascination with it. But the the weird thing is it stimulates like okay, like okay, we can say this for the podcast. But a serial killer is like sort of like a shepherd, and then yeah. they have their flock, and the flock that like oh I could never do what you do, but I admire what you do. Like that's yeah. that's the disturbing part. Is like oh fuck people flock to that shit. Oh yeah, what well said. Oh. I mean, I don't know if that, yeah, I don't know if we'll put that in the podcast, but that's kind of how I'm trying to wrap my brain around. Um, I think, yeah, there's like, there's people, people think that um, they could never do evil. They could never do bad things that we're all only certain people are capable of doing bad things. But one thing to think about, especially like people like, you know, even if you think about like martyrs in um, various different religions and things like that, it was about... Mm-hmm. Realizing that we are all capable of doing bad things. It yeah. just depends on who have... acts on these urges. Yeah, and who has done them. Like, is often like, if I was in your shoes, if I had been raised, one of the things that can help you to have empathy is to be like, if I had been raised exactly the same way as you, in that place, by that person, I was born with your genes, your DNA, and things like that, would I have done what you did? Maybe. Very possibly. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the like, fact, I mean, you, hell, I could easily go out here tonight and just decide it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I am going Chris, to Chris, this is the second somebody. time you're incriminating yourself on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, you're I not, about, I'm Chris saying, isn't going mean, to do anything. He's counting, just fantasizing. No, He's just we're, fantasizing. We're all, I know. We're, we're all capable of it. I mean, what's yeah, the stuff? We, uh, agreed. Uh, a very good point. Yes, I think we are all capable it's just we we're it's Ugh. like I said, it's what I call functional psycho. It's uh we we daydream about it. I mean, like I can't tell you how many times I sit here and think about choking out my manager, but uh I will never do it. Doesn't your manager subscribe to the podcast? No. <laughs> I don't even think my manager knows of the podcast. So All right, well let's make sure that they don't. That <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe it'll change. Uh, it's <laughs> like yeah, somebody out here wants to kill you, dude. But uh, but no, I mean like it, it's functional psycho. Like I mean like I would say ninety nine percent of the population has had at least a singular thought of killing someone. Like I mean, whether it be someone close to them, whether it be a stranger, but uh, everyone has had that thought at least once. I'm about to shoot this motherfucker. But you don't do it. It's just a thought. It's a functional psycho. Just like the difference between suicidal thought and suicidal tendency. Uh, Suicidal thought is, I I have thought about killing myself. Suicidal tendency is, I have attempted it. That's a good analogy, actually. That is a good analogy. And also, I mean, we've had this conversation. I don't think we've had it on, on the podcast yet, but like where... I've said that, you know, maybe I'll start eating uh, for our listeners. I'm vegan. I'm plant based. But, uh, you know, yeah, sure. Once uh, I've said it several times and I say it in jest, but I go, oh, once I see uh, human flesh on the shelves of your every other Mm -hmm. supermarket, then, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll decide to to eat a cow or a chicken or a pig or whatever. Yeah. Like and I say it, I say it in a facetious way, but I kind of. Now this is going to make you me sound almost very, want very strange, to but I, I, I kind of don't see a problem with cannibalism that much. If something's dead already, not murdering, Why I'm, I'm waste not me- murdering, but I'm like, if you're dead, if something's dead already, like it would be, it's less wasteful than if it to eat it. Agreed. So 
I just see it as like less wasteful. It's like I don't think that cannibalistic cultures. I don't find that to be super duper weird. I'm not about to go and eat a dead person. I don't even eat dead. I don't eat. I don't eat cows and chickens. So I'm not gonna be doing that unless I'm starving, I suppose. But I don't really but, see a big problem with it because I see a problem with cruelty to animals. But I don't really see a problem with, you know, if somebody wants to, you know, eat somebody that's dead already. I don't see a problem with that. And with that I being mean, said, everybody, Lisa is the vegan cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I oh mean, my God, cannibalism you know actually like, is throughout world that culture. That would be uh, the best Twitter handle ever. Oh would it God. not? I mean, if, if it came down to it, before if, if, we like, air this, I'm gonna see if the the vegan cannibal is available. <laughs> <laughs> that All right, well, y'all well, ready we, to we wrap could use. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, I, I was just gonna say something about Sasquatch. So, um, I just wanted. I, I know we got off. We got a, our serial killers. Kill, bleh, serial killer series, um, which is gonna come up. So we got a lot to talk about with that. Um, but going back to Sasquatch, uh, my my funny event that happened as a kid, my um, my brother and sister tortured me as a child. I, I mean, in a funny way. And I believe I was a gullible. I believed everything. But like we would go to Hard Labor Creek and we would get this, you know, this cabin. Right. And my brother would be like, oh, Sasquatch or Bigfoot's out there. Bigfoot's out there. And I was scared to death. And then when I saw the movie, The Ring with the well and I was like, oh, and also Blair Witch Project, that fucked me up, too. I was like, you know what? No, I, I can't. I can't do. I mean, I can I can camp with the, with a, my nine millimeter or something by my side. But I am not going out in the woods. I'm not going to be in a tent where there's handprints getting on my tent or I'm going to some sort of like, you know, fake or uh, abandoned uh, sane, a sane asylum with like fingerprints. You don't want to go camping at Crystal Lake? No. Fuck that. <laughs> no From way. the Jason movies, the Friday the 13th Oh, yeah. I, I ain't going there. <laughs> No, I mean, because we already we already know that Lake Lanier is full of fucking dead bodies. I I mean, oh yeah, There's I mean, a whole supposedly underground city, underwater city. Yeah, they actually just recently made a movie about it called Lanier. Wait a minute, right. that's actually a local urban legend. Yeah, oh, exactly. is it? Okay, okay. I mean, we're wrapping it up, but and I know that yeah, we can go into more says detail. That, that people people die in Lake Lanier. Everybody's scared of swimming in Lake Lanier. Well, apparently Lake Lanier actually covers an entire city. I don't, I don't remember how the urban but it's legend man-made, goes, isn't it? but yes. yeah. And, uh, but apparently there's an entire town underneath it. Um, I will, I would have to do more research. Uh, I, yeah. I just know the urban legend of it that there is a town underneath it and supposedly if you swim deep enough and touch the bottom of the water uh you can actually fill rooftops and shit i don't know if that's true or not hence why it's called an urban legend Uh, but they did just make a movie about that i think it came out last year i would love to see it yeah that's that's interesting it's it's really great. Um, I mean, so yeah, we could continue on urban legends, you know, yeah. going forward. I just have one question before we peace out. Okay, what is the difference between Sasquatch and Bigfoot? They're Nothing. the same. They're the same. Why the same is, thing? Why... Just two different names. Why? Kind of like saying I'm a man and I'm a human. Oh, so Sasquatch is the breed of potentially uh, is the what? And Bigfoot is the title. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, and I don't know which one is is the better term to use. Um, talking about this, but Bigfoot seems to be. I don't. It, it just turned. It, it somehow turned into Sasquatch. Well, the... Sasquatch is the species. Bigfoot is the name we gave him. Okay. All okay. Right. Makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like, like it, it would be different if you were trying to say what's the difference between a yeti and a sasquatch. Okay. But, uh, but no. What's a yeti? Uh, a yeti is like the That's sasquatch of drink, the snow that I drink cold water out of. Oh, that, where <laughs> where do you think the name come from? Is that what it is? Yeah, 
Yeti is like the Sasquatch of like the snow mountains. Uh, so that's the abominable snowman, isn't it? it, it exactly. That That's <laughs> what I was trying to think of. The abominable <laughs> snowman was a Yeti. I've, I had no that's idea. Crazy. That's I why just they lo- called it that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait. And you know the one, you know the, the opposite brand that they have? It's called Arctic. Oh, they made the same thing. Maybe they called it Arctic because it's the snowman version and they were trying to be they're like the cheaper version of the Yeti. That's probably exactly. Why they maybe done. that's why Arctic became Arctic because they were like, well, if you're going to be Yeti, we're going to be Arctic. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> that, that, that's probably exactly why they don't. That's, that's like why, uh, they, they're shaped the same. Yeah. They're like basically the cheap version of the Yeti is is the Arctic. That makes okay. Well, I mean, like you, it's like you've Coke versus got Pepsi. Your copyright laws right. and everything. So uh, that's like you've got Hidden Valley Ranch, the ranch dressing, and the show I watched. They got a costume they wear dressed as a ranch bottle, but it's called Found Gorge <laughs> because oh. of copyright infringement. Oh, okay. that's hilarious! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Found Gorge. That is funny, actually. That yeah. is funny. Wow. All right. Well, if uh, y'all ain't got nothing else, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Yes. All uh, right, guys. Thank you for listening to our first bonus feature. Um, And please, uh, as usual, send in your voice notes to the link um, that will be within the the notes, um, the episode notes. And um, also, you can send us any feedback to our email address or feel free to Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify, five stars. If you like us, that would be great. And our email address is this, that, and the other, lcj at gmail.com. Jeannie G? All right, guys. Yeah, looking forward to talking to you guys next week. So it'll be fun. Can't wait to see you guys. No, I mean, like, uh, I know we were all curious on how this podcast layout was going to work out, but I, I, I had a fucking blast. Yeah, it's been a great one. This was a lot of fun. Me too. Me too. That's been good. Good time. Hopefully everybody enjoyed it as much as we did. We'll see you next week. All right, everybody. Peace out. Have a good one. Bye, guys.